We're the Geeky Ones. Uh, I'm Jude. Uh, below my screen is Steven. So Hello. With a better um, mic now. Yep, with a better mic. Uh, we have better mics right now. We have our webcams are somewhat clearer than last week. And yeah, it's all good. So this episode is our first edition of our BWGR or the Bi-Weekly Geeky Roundup. So every two weeks we'll be doing this um, Geeky Roundup, you know. Just to give you an update on various things, um, whether it be new video games, um, new comics and movies and shows, or um, any news within uh, any geeky, any type of geeky news. So that basically you know, piques so our interest. In yeah, yeah, basically anything that piques our interest, anything geeky that piques yeah. our interest, and there's quite a there's quite a few for this week. Um, yeah, so, so I guess let's start it uh, off now. To start things off, yep. So, wait, let's just give a list. Um, okay, we're gonna talk about Apex Legends Season 6, as you can see in um, as you can see on your screen right now. Yep, uh, we're gonna talk about Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, which is uh, a new game that was just released uh, last week, Hyperscape, yep. which is another game released this week, just this past week, and we're gonna talk about DC Comics layoffs. And um, Nickelodeon's problem with reboots. Mm-hmm. And That's yeah, right. with that, I think we can start. So Apex Legends Season 6. Two weeks ago, Apex Legends announced that they're launching Season 6 uh, on mm-hmm. August 17. Next week. They're going to launch it oh. next week in just a few days. This Monday, it's yeah. Not, it's already on Monday. It's usually a, we- it's, it's usually a Wednesday 1 a.m. thing. Uh-huh. It's always, you know, it's a it's specific time, but... But right now they're gonna release it a day earlier than usual because they usually release updates and patches Wednesday. So this mm-hmm. is pretty unique. Okay, so coming uh coming off from that, uh, Apex Legends season six is uh the ta- tagline is boosted and like every other season there's a new legend. So the mm-hmm. newest legend is Rampart, who's uh, an Indian character. Nice. And can see her specialty is you know her that's basically what she's holding there if you can see on the screen is her ultimate ability which is a freaking gatling gun you can set up and use to hold down everyone close season six is looking to be very very colorful because as you can see it's there's there's just lots and there lots we of go there. Oh, wait, Huge legend rampart so yeah she's a weapon modder and She's been teased, uh, of, like even way before, like uh, a few seasons ago, because her logo is in some of the legendary weapon skins uh, in the game. Nice. Um, you know, if you follow Apex Twitter, there's uh, there I think are we a got, few, I, like, so, wait, uh, sorry, Jude, I think we got feedback. Can you put on a headset? Oh, wait, wait, wait. There we go. Yeah, my feedback, I Anyway, so yeah, yeah, cool. um. So yeah, uh, she's been teased quite a quite a bit. Few uh, a few weeks ago, few months ago, like wow, a few months uh, ago, like you know, a few weeks ago. Pre COVID. Yeah, if you follow Apex Twitter, you can see that there's audio logs that are referencing her, like talking to her, like, hey man, uh, hey, uh, can you mod my? I want some of the weapons you're modding. Can you customize some guns for me? It's kind of like slowly hinting towards that. So yeah. Uh... Um, yeah, there's new a uh, new legend rampart. There's a new battle pass, and 
based on the trailer that we saw yesterday, there's quite a lot of skins. There's quite mm. a lot of uh, legend and weapon skins. It's pretty awesome because um, one of the best things about the battle pass is the amount of skins you can get. And I think the amount of skins that they showed is quite more than what season five had. I'm not mm -hmm. correct me if I I'm not sure if that's the case, but it looks like there's just more variety to the skins. Yeah. Like there's always a team. Every season there's always a team. Last season it's got it's um what's the Fortune's Favor. It's more so most of a mostly a treasure hunt themed um event. So it, there's archaeology pirate uh, style skins, there's statue skins, there's uh um, Aztec God skin, which I the what, which is the one I got. But mm. yeah, um, there's a bat. The battle pass looks good. I think you can scroll down, Steven, because everything is there. Okay. Scroll Let's down see. on the screen. Okay. Crafting. Um, next one is crafting. Okay. Now crafting is a bit unique. It's very new to this. Uh, very new to the game. Now, uh, what for? Based on the gameplay trailer. Um, there's gonna be like crafting pods that that are gonna drop on the map randomly. Mm -hmm. So whenever you access them, you have a certain number of credits to that allows you to craft different things. You can craft armor, you can craft weapons, you can craft weapon attachments, you can craft oh. ammunition. So yeah, it. So I think it's a feature that I would like to use because there are times that whenever like. You're if you're like you're getting res respawned or like you're running away from an enemy and you don't have loot, you don't have yeah. stuff, you don't have equipment. You can this would come in clutch because you know you can get a weapon that you just really need, you know, in a pinch just to get you out of a pinch. So <clears throat> I think that's a this is a good addition. And rank season six, of course, there's um there's new there's a new rank. Uh, there it's gonna be another season where we're gonna grind rank, and I'm I hope I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna leave platinum rank soon and reach diamond. Nice, nice. Because I've been stuck for two seasons, and of course, go down, Steven. My yeah. favorite new addition probably is the new weapon vault. This is uh -huh. um for play for people who played Titanfall 2 this is a familiar gun because um Apex Legends takes a lot from it's kind of like a sequel to Titanfall mm -hmm. uh, in universe it's like years after Titanfall so so it, it's like a spiritual successor to Titanfall yeah no, no, no it's not a, it's like somewhat a successor to Titanfall already because mm, it's okay. it's like decades after the after Titanfall 2 ah so, good, good, good. but yeah vault is a new smg um uh, I tried this in Titanfall, so it has good recoil. It, the damage is modest. It's not really a punching we a punchy weapon that gives you high damage, but it's it it shoots fast. It's accurate, and yeah, with that in mind, along with the new weapon, there's going to be a lot of map changes. Uh, they laid that out in the news. I'm not sure if you can see that, but check the news, Steven. There's going to be a few map changes. There's going to be a few notes on the map changes. I think that mm, I don't see any. I don't know. I think it's gonna be on the news section. News section. Website. Okay, yep. latest news or game updates. No. Latest news. Let's see. Latest news. There we go. Map updates. Yeah, season six map updates. Now, the thing with uh, this is just uh, actually I kind of like um look at this. You can you can you can move the slider around left and right. You see the mm -hmm. slider. So this you is the see. old one, yeah. Yeah, that's the old one on the left and the new yeah. one on the right. So they're going to add a lot of new things. They're going to add new entry points to different areas. They're going to make um, some of the areas that are quiet 
that are yeah. low key. They're gonna add, yeah, as you can see, they're gonna add new buildings, they're gonna add new locations. Basically, more places for you to drop and find stuff and fight. Because one of the things that, you know, there are times in Apex Legends when uh, the map can get, you know, there's some areas in the map that, uh, no one would drop to because they know that it's quiet. There's nothing there. There's nothing much to do. So yeah. right now they're just uh, right now what they're doing is they're adding new passageways to make sure that you know you can travel from uh, one point of the map to another uh, e- much easier because uh, there are times when you travel to a map and it turns into one big choke point, which means every every like almost every squad is waiting for you just to go mm-hmm. across that path. So yeah, there's each, so these are new areas and. So far, that's pretty much it. There's new. There's okay. a new. Basically, it's a new map update. Although people were waiting for a new map, but mm-hmm. based on the gameplay trailer, the ending of the gameplay trailer, there's they're teasing a new map. They're probably teasing a new location, and I think you know they're probably gonna do something different for the first time. Maybe introduce a new map in the middle of the season, which is gonna be crazy because. Um, for competitive, that's gonna be crazy. But which uh, and that also means they're not gonna integrate it into competitive uh, during this season. So if they're gonna introduce a new map in the middle of the season, nice. and yeah, they yes. they remove the trains. Oh, the trains are no longer parked. And if you can see, Mirage Voyage is no longer is just flew off the map. <laughs> it's gone. Just left the planet. But yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, although there's so many changes, um, my excitement for the season is kind of like season four, which means that I'm not as maybe I'm not as hype. Maybe yeah. it's just uh, fatigue from playing the game so many times. But mm. but I have uh, but I think um, there's uh, there's a lot of good things coming into this season. And oh, one thing, uh, I really hope that uh, I'm we're all waiting for the legend and weapon patches. The updates uh-huh. because they're gonna buff and nerf a lot of things and mm. i'm excited to see that because there are a few things that needs to be fixed and of mm. course um i really hope they fix the cheater issue because there's so many cheaters on what, what cheater issue like what what could you expound on the cheater issue like what exactly is happening like is somebody uh, using a game controller on um, keyboard no 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 um in on pc oh by the way uh there there's by the way if you're if for those who are following competitive, um, controller and mouse and keyboard players are now basically on even ground. So like mm. the number of players playing on controller on PC are now more. There's more players, but uh, there's no issue playing either either format because uh, if you're playing controller, it's fine. If you're playing mouse and keyboard, that's fine as well. Um, yeah. In terms of cheating um, on PC, it's aimbots. Aimbots will ah. have hacks. Um, I think I don't see too many speed hacks anymore, but aimbots, oh man, like they're they're really wild. Um, you can most. I mean, it's see been, it's been a controversial feature for a lot of these. Uh, yeah, what, what type of, games, of game would you call Apex? Like a battle royale? Yeah, battle royale games. Like um, yeah, it, like it seems to be a very common a lot of thread. Hacks in games in, but that's also, but that's in a lot of FPS games. There's in yeah, Strike, there's Valorant, but. Yeah, um, one of the problems in cheating is it happens in ranked lobbies, especially in the highest tier ranked lobbies. Mm-hmm. Imagine um, Apex Predators are the top 500 in every in each platform. So there's top okay. 500 for PC, Xbox, PS4. 
And there are cheaters who are in the those top 500, which is crazy. Wow. And yeah, it's but right now they're trying to they're trying to create a solution. Right now, um, you can post clips on to be on. Uh, you can post uh, gameplay recording. Mm-hmm. So if you have video evidence that you encountered a cheater, because you can spectate the guy who killed you in Apex. Ah. Uh. Oh, yeah, you, I mean, it seems. I think that's a common thing for FPS, the right? Yeah, which is good. Whoever you kill, you can still spot them. Nifty, yeah, it's actually a nifty feature. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, other, but yeah, cheating is uh, one of the bigger issues, and I hope they do something really big to combat that. Um, we don't experience that too much on PS4 or Xbox, mm-hmm. but there are a few. There are also a few cheats and uh, things that they're doing on console that. Uh, can destroy the experience. I just don't experience it. Basically, you know, they DDoS the co- they DDoS the uh, connection. Basically, disconnect yeah. every player except for themselves, <laughs> which is nasty. Anyway, so yeah, that's Apex Legends season six, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm quite excited. Um, I wanna, of course, I wanna try Rampart, but I wanna try the Vault SMG, and yeah, I hope the I hope the new buffs and nerfs would uh, make the game crazier. I hope they. For uh, I hope they really uh, make Pathfinder uh, Pathfinder's grapple uh, cool down much better again. Mm-hmm. I, 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 he's my main uh, my favorite legend, and I hope I can uh, enjoy him much better next season. So yeah, mm. I think that's it for Apex Legends season six. Let's go to our next topic, which is uh, DC Comics layoffs. Yes, so. Recently, I think this month, this past Monday, U.S. time, DC Comics cut off one third of its employees. One third, so that's about twenty percent of the comic books side of the company. DC Collectibles, the one that makes the toys, is completely gone. They're shut down. So that's an entire what? department gone. And then, and then for the comics, a lot. The rumor is that a lot of comics will get canceled. But I feel like this is one of those cases where AT&T just noticed that, hey, there are redundancies. Because when AT&T bought Warner Brothers... Oh, let me just turn off this ad. Hold on. (laughs) Oh my god, that's gonna... Yeah. We're not sponsored, guys. (laughs) So one of the biggest issues that was encountered was, what's gonna happen to the comic books? Because it seems like AT&T wants to focus more on... The IP, the properties, so Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and it like a lot of the emotions came out from fans, including mm-hmm. um, myself. I was wondering, what are they gonna do? Are they just gonna keep on milking Batman because that seems to be the the DC trend? I mean, mm-hmm. I get it from a money making perspective. Yeah, it it Batman makes the most money. Like, what can you do? That that's just how it is. Batman's the money maker for the company, so of course you're gonna put him on top. But at the same time, I feel like the comics are the one place where you could do more than just Batman. I mean, we've had the likes of Mr. Miracle. We've had the likes. We have we had Tom King's Mr. Miracle. We have Gerard Way's Doom Patrol. I mean, these comics wouldn't necessarily, I feel like personally, would not be <clears throat> turned into to, um, full-blown movies or TV shows right away. I mean, it took a while before the Doom Patrol TV show finally happened. And yeah, it it's, took a it's, long it's time. doing really well now. Yeah. I mean, we had the Doom Patrol in the Teen Titans TV show from 2003. We've had, I think that was the only time. And besides that, there was the DC Nation shorts. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, I feel like this these layoffs will end up uh, shutting down a few comics, canceling them. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a reboot, but I don't know because the, suddenly this entire crew is gone. They said that one third of DC Comics is going to be cut up, uh, released during a ah. pandemic. During a pandemic. And supposedly we're going to have a full-blown reboot by January next year. So they said now, oh, there's too many redundancies. We're gonna cut off a few. We're gonna cut off twenty percent of the company. But with this Hollywood Reporter interview with Jim Lee, the publisher of DC Comics, he said that we are still in the business of publishing comics. And like he said in this highlight, there is no pencils down notice. Says the exec who weighs in on this week's major layoffs: Digital Comics interim editors in chief and the new Batman book from John Ridley. But again, it's Batman. We already know it's gonna sell. We already yeah. know that. So the, my my biggest concern with what's happening now is that what happens to the people? Sorry, there's a loud cat outside. What's gonna That's happen fine. to these redundancies? What's gonna happen to these comic book writers or comic book staff who are suddenly gone, like they, they during a pandemic? So what was said was they're gonna be allowed to work with DC until November, until mid or end of November, and mm-hmm. then. We will see full. That's when we will see the real changes with DC Comics. So, okay, let's start. So, with the comics, we know that they're going to be there until November. The workers yeah. will be there until November, the comic book artists and all. A lot of people, um, editors, publishers, um, I think even letterers, the people who make like the big titles in, in the first page of your comics, they're mm-hmm. gone. Editors are gone. I mean, writers are freelancers. So, that's another issue. Um, but basically, a lot of the artists are going to lose their jobs by November. So that's for the comic side. For the collectibles, the DC Comics uh, toys, so many were announced last October, last November. It, it's a very, I don't know, personally, I feel like it's a very old school system wherein you will say that, hey, here's the toys we're going to have next year. But now their jobs are gone. This whole department is gone what do you do? Like, do you just cancel these pre-orders? How are you going to refund the customers who basically laid out, I don't know, $200, $100 for a statue that's never going to be released? Like, Oh, man, the pre-orders. Exactly. exactly. Like, what's going to happen to the pre-orders? I mean, I mean, it's crazy. Mass refunds it, are actually crazy, too. So because right. you're not so going like, to profit. Like, how are they going to do it? Like, I don't know. I mean, the movies are going to be fine because that's what AT&T wants to go to. Um, The TV shows, are they just going to do Batman 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10? I mean, HBO Max does provide an avenue for a Green Lanterns TV show, which is happening. Um, Is is the Zack Snyder Justice League going to be... Is the Snyder like, Cut gonna be released, or it's just gonna? I be mean, it's gonna be released hit. now. It's official now. <laughs> the Snyder Cut's coming out, but the thing with the Snyder Cut is that will it be a way for DC to you know do more Justice League stuff instead of just hey, here's another Batman movie? I I'm personally getting <laughs> sick of Batman. That's why no, the only so Batman I collect is Batman, Batman Beyond movie or series. It's gonna be another. There's you know, Batman video games, which thankfully we're not going to be having because there's a Suicide Squad next. I mean, up. yeah, the Suicide Squad's coming out for DC Fandom. Yun, that's another one. DC Fandom. So DC Fandom is supposed to be like this big online comic convention that DC's going to do mm-hmm. on August 22. Next week. 
they literally laid off people a week before their biggest online yeah. event. That's just that, that's actually insane. crazy because I only wait, I only knew about DC fandom. And then yeah. when you said there's gay offs, like how are literally they gonna a week do it before, right now? Right? Exactly. How are they gonna do it? Uh, with the with the current state that the company is in, because yeah, you know you're undermanned basically. You lose one third of the people working for you at the at the wrong time. And they're <laughs> supposed to. And like, if you see this, they just released the schedule. One of those uh, scheduled events is like something with the writers and artists. I'm like, you just laid oh, them man. up, and you're making them do an event. Like, couldn't you do it after the event? I mean, it just seems rude to like. Hey, um, you can only work until November. Um, here's the event next week. I'm like, what the hell, man? That's that, like, um, bastos. It's honestly, nasty. like it's uh, <sighs> it's kind of like a slap. Feels like a slap in the face at times. If that's exactly be because like I don't like so I don't know. Like I follow like one of the PR heads of DC Comics. They seem to be safe, but like a lot of people are gone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, like, but yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a big, it's a mass exodus of staff, basically. Yeah. So it's it's always a bad thing. It's it's a bad thing because you know it's you're gonna you're gonna have to delay or cancel so many things. You're gonna exactly. have to. Yeah, they're gonna make huge reboots, which is you know reboots it, are, it's part of the are end very cycle. difficult. You know, yeah. it's it's I know it's a part of the regular comic cycle, <laughs> comic yeah. life cycle, but especially for the West. But still, reboots are still are still hectic. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> you said even if you said a few episodes ago, uh, on a collector's perspective, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like oh great, another number one issue I have to collect. And yeah, it's and then diba? you know you're gonna be. That's why that's why it's really hard to get into you know get find a way to start to get started. Yeah. Although reboots give you always give you that fresh start. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not always gonna be. It's always going to be smooth sailing for a reboot. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you alter a few things. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, moving away from the negative, let's look at the positive. Like it's being said on the screen now, you now have two interim editors-in-chief, Murray Havens, or Javins, I'm not sure, who headed Digital Strategy, and Michelle Wells, who headed the Young Adult Imprint. So uh-huh. just a little background on them. They have been working in comics for years, so I feel like this is a well-deserved promotion for them. I hope they become co-editors-in-chief um, because a little backstory, Bob Harris, the former editor-in-chief, man, even in his name, it's there. He was protecting a lot of um, writers and artists who have been known to be to have done sexual harassment. A lot. A lot yes. of people. And they kept him there for years. Almost 20 years, probably? Bob Harris was the former editor-in-chief who protected these sexual predators. Um, it's crazy. That's all yeah. I will say. So it's a good thing he's gone. So hopefully we get these fresh faces with Marie Havens and Michelle Wells, who I believe will change the way DC will be releasing comics. So they do like, like their experience, head of digital strategy, young adults. These are the markets I feel like that they're not being cater to yeah that much i think yeah but i think the that market six kids six to eleven then um 12 above um yeah i think getting the younger getting the youngest getting some of the yeah. youngest members of youngest um audience 
would do well because you know you need because the thing is comic the reason why there's comic book fans is you know they started from their childhood exactly much of, much exactly. of it so you know getting started early is the best way to you know get a get a fan get a devoted long time fan so exactly i think yeah i think capturing the attention of the younger always capturing the younger the young the attention of the younger generation yeah. will always do wonders and i feel like this digital strategy which is i feel like what's going to happen is dc will probably experiment more with characters through digital comics a lot yeah. of the comics now don't sell that well. Like, anaba, what's an example? Some comics don't even sell twenty thousand copies, and now like the standard is you have to sell a hundred thousand copies to even be profitable. Oh man! Uh, yeah, right, right. A hundred thousand copies. So I feel like by turning away the le- the 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 lesser selling com the the not so well like comics that don't sell as well, uh, don't sell as much. They can turn that into a digital uh, comic, so they don't have to spend on printing and whatever. Hmm. They just go, "Hey, here's a new comic online. Go ahead and read it." And then once there's a demand for it, then maybe we'll release a compilation. I feel like compilations are the future of comics. We're no longer gonna have those really thin floppies, which I personally enjoy. But, yeah. but from like a realistic perspective, I understand why you would rather have these compilations because it's easier to read. It's a full story instead of, you know, the usual monthly monthly yeah. short stories. <clears throat> We're in the age of Netflix. We're in the age of streaming. It's It was bound to happen at some point that we're going to have people looking for finished, completed stories. Yeah. And launch a full exactly. season ahead. <laughs> yeah. Like Umbrella, like Umbrella Academy just came out, right? It's yeah, a whole season. It just came out, yeah. It's all think, there. Yeah. You don't have to I wait. Think, I think that's that's a good thing too because, um. But I think no, no. I think instead of calling compilations, I think they're just gonna release it as is, as a one book. Like yeah, that's exactly. That's what they're gonna do. The compilations are usually like maybe two volumes. Let's say it's too many yeah. in one volume. Then instead go two of volumes instead of being a compilation of a number of issues, it's gonna be just mm. one whole book that basically tells a a, a story arc. Yeah, it can be part one, but at least it tells uh it tells five a few issues worth of story, which is what what is much needed. Yeah. So in summary, basically, yes, it's okay to be angry about the layoffs. A lot of people did lose their jobs during a pandemic, so that's bad. But on the bright side, I feel like we're gonna be able to do a proper shift to digital comics. Then you can do physical after if there's a demand for it. Kind of like. Um, Marvel with Miss Marvel and Kamala Khan, she does well with her um, graphic novel issues, the compilations, versus the single floppy comics. She doesn't sell as much there, but she does amazing numbers in other platforms. Anyway, yeah, that's basically it. Um, digital comics for the future. I think we're gonna get. It's gonna be nice to see two editors in chief with an with a vision for the future. Uh, next topic is, sorry, where is that? Are we doing Fall Guys next? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, let's so, go to Fall Guys. So this is your thing now. Fall Guys. So I'm we'll gonna switch to the Fall Guys website. Fall Guys for free. Oh, man, I haven't, I haven't seen their website. That's gonna be cool. All right, here we go. 
Oh man, this is probably the most colorful thing we'll be seeing right now for this, this episode. episode. Yeah, so we're just yeah, gonna keep so it there. Far, so far, it's it's um it's a game released uh just last week on PS4 and Steam on PC, and uh for PS4 for PS4 players who have PS Plus, it's free. And mm. right now, it's uh so yeah, Fall Guys is. Um, a battle royale, but it's not mm. a battle royale that. No, it's not a traditional battle royale. It's a party royale. Party cool. Royale. But yeah, it's basically a series of um. You're you're basically playing a series of mini games that you have to survive. You have to win. Yeah. In order to become the last winner, to become the last man standing and win. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there are 60 players, and mm-hmm. the, and there are at least four to six rounds. Yeah, games, and yeah, it's just so in, it's just intense competition that's just gonna, you know, keep you coming for more. It's a crazy game, as you can see on the trailer. You, you can see you can't do that in game. You can't come back and hold on. By the oh, way. okay. Yeah, but what? yeah, it's a game. I think somebody a, has. It's a game of survival. It's a game of um just intense competition. It looks simple. It looks cute and colorful. But yeah, underneath those cute uh cute avatars, you get a number of play a number of crazy players who are who oh, are. Oh wait, super- I better turn off the music. Oh okay, so yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a re- it's a surprise hit in, in a way. Um, yeah, the better version of this game was really popular on Twitch. But mm-hmm. right now, it's one of the most popular games being streamed right now, and a lot of people are just enjoying it. Um, although although it's a really popular game right now, there are a few issues. Um, there's been there has been a number of server issues. I just recently encountered a server maintenance because there's yeah. so many players playing the game. There's so many people playing the game. Mm. Their servers can't handle it because there's too much players, which is. Uh, for me, it's a good problem to have, but mm. they might they need to fix it because you know just you know for everyone to enjoy the game more yeah. often. And yeah, uh, other than that, there's some cheaters on PC. Would you believe already they would cheat on this game? <laughs> they would God. be cheating on this cutesy, colorful oh party royale God. game. Um, there's speed hacks. There's infinite jump hacks. It's so annoying. Oh my god. There's not, there's, I don't see anything on console yet, but yes, imagine seeing those things while playing yeah, uh, playing a, a pretty simple game. But yeah, yeah, um I can tell you it's a really good it's a really good release. Um I'm currently writing a review for the Geeky Ones website, so mm-hmm. you better be ready for that. Um other than that, um there's uh for, let's talk about the game a bit more. Um yeah, controls are simple. Controls are simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jump, dive, and grab. That's <laughs> All, it. Only nice. Three. Yep. Simple. Short but need, sweet. It doesn't and need simple. too much. It doesn't need too much. Uh, maybe a punch button would be fun, but I think that would be crazy. <laughs> I mean, it might get violent considering that yeah, it's it an all ages game. Yeah, it might be unhealthy for the game long term, but yeah, yeah. Uh, those three functions are really good. Um, the graphics are just bright and colorful. There's nothing much. Yeah. It's simple, but. You know, you feel it feels really the pastel colors, the glossy textures. It just uh, makes the game just feel energetic. 
and the music, Steve, and the music. If there is, mm. if there are a few things that would keep, if there's one thing that keeps you going, that makes you want to play more of this game, it's the music. It's just so encouraging. It's just intense, exciting. You know, you feel like you're in an episode of Wipeout or Takeshi's Castle just by nice. playing this game. So fun. Mm. It's hectic, fun. Um, there are a few game modes that need a little tweaking, but yeah, o- overall, it's a this is a nice. This is basically one of 2020's bigger hits right now. One of the most popular games, and it's worth playing. Um, it's it's a great family. It's a great family game too. Like, um, one of the best, one of my favorite things is playing with friends. We uh we always I always you usually play with friends. Like we team up in uh, groups of four. I think the yeah. maximum uh, in the party is four. You you can you're gonna be on the same team with your friends, but if it's individual uh, games, it's all it's all um, it's all for one. Mm. Saying <laughs> hi to Kyoresu, by the way. Yeah, hello, hi Kyo, my Apex colleague, basically yeah. my Apex friend. Tama no, so, she's yeah. the one with the the black hat thing, Kyoresu. Tama ba, Bianca? Tama ba? Yeah. Wait, I can't see the comments. Can you see the comments? There are no comments. <laughs> but yeah, Kyo. She just yeah. like the. She just like the. My, oh, those are saying my hi to Kyo, Juno, and Bianca. So, hi. Yeah, hi Juno. All right. Always. Is there so anything else for Fall Guys? Um. Yeah. Uh. By the way, the cost. One of the things I like here is that there are microtransactions, but. Those are only two so far. You can you can buy two skin packs, and then they're pretty nice. Mm. And then on uh, the battle pass, you don't have to pay for anything. You just have to play the game. Wow, grinding, keep playing each round until you reach level forty. And yeah, and then the the weekly store gives you free items. Gives you ah oh, no, gives you items you can purchase for free. I'm not, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's so simple. But yeah, this game is simple, but it's so colorful and fun and. I just think this is gonna be one of this is gonna, this is gonna remain as 2020's most popular games. Um, right now, it's a, despite the pandemic, you know, it's a pretty big year for gaming. Um, it's the last hurrah of this console generation. Hmm. I see. Right now, All right. Companies just pushing things to the max and you know launching some weird fresh ideas. Um, you know, Dreams is a great fresh take, a fresh idea. Yeah. Right now, you know, Fall Guys is a nice, um, nice break from your usual battle royale where you shoot, you shoot and loot basically. Yeah. This is just, um, this is just hectic fun. That's great, very family friendly. Hmm. And I think All right. that's it. So let's move. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next point, which is the Nickelodeon reboot situation. Oh my. Or the spin-off situation. So recently. Avatar The Last Airbender creators, Brian, I'm going to have to like carefully say their names, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konietzko left the Avatar live action adaptation. Okay. So let's go to a verified Hollywood source, Variety Magazine. I think before we go here, there there was a number of, um, there was this post article that was saying that that they st- they said that there were three reasons why uh, those creators left. Basically, yeah. that post gained so much notoriety, so much shares from people on Facebook, uh, friends on Facebook, especially the ones who 
are big fans of the show and yeah uh right now basically everyone just shared a piece of misinformation and now people exactly, are exactly. which is right now it's so exaggerated it's so bad i know that creators are gonna leave due to some certain creative disputes story disputes yes, right of course. but yeah. if you're gonna make fake reasons on why it happened that's nasty that's bad right yeah. now i know i know that they left there's a good there's good reasons why they would leave of course it, yeah. if there's something that's affecting their project definitely but seeing that uh seeing that there's a there's a piece of fake there's a piece of fake news just coming in it's so annoying it's like yeah everyone everyone is now taking it as true which is until now i and even if i share something even if we share something that hey this is not true they're gonna people are still gonna sell on it because it's so popular that they believe that it's it's fact it's so yeah like like remember like one of the key parts of that post was supposedly was that they wanted to age up the main yeah they wanted to age up and make it a more mature mature avatar with blood and guts and sex basically yeah. which is you know basically riverdale it up <laughs> so yes speak. exactly i mean it is, ah, it's just so annoying I'm, this uh, we're sorry guys if we're kind of ranting but yeah it needs to be said before we get through this uh topic so i think we can get through it now that pretty much was what we're gonna talk about besides but that yeah, um, we also ha- we also have another issue of ren and stimpy but and let's just focus on Avatar for now. Yeah, let's go with Avatar first. So, due to creative differences, the creators decide to leave. So we don't know exactly why they left, but all the information we know now is that they left. That's it. Yeah, but okay, I think uh, one of the results of them leaving is this project is gonna be in development hell, as oh, especially man. in the situation we're in. Or it's not gonna happen, which is um, for me, it's fine by me. Um, I'm kind of like everyone always wants an, a live action adaptation of a book, of a TV, of an anime, of a, of a cartoon. Yeah. And for me, I don't think it's necessary all the time. I know that yeah. they wanna redeem the Last Airbender live action film. They wanna take back. You know, they wanna they wanna Basically. remove that. They remove that stain from our memories. But exactly. If, if this is not gonna pull through, it's fine. Uh, I'm fine yeah. with it. Because the car- the cartoon it the cartoon itself, the animation itself is already good. It's already it's already one of the best animated works of the two thousands. And you know, if you're gonna release a live action and it's gonna be bad, it's just gonna make you know, it's just gonna take off some fans. If you're not I mean it might even ruin the legacy like, of the the franchise. Good. Sometimes it's better not to release anything at all. <laughs> exactly. Already made something good and tried yeah. to make an adaptation of it. Well, um, you can try, but don't expect it to be well received by everyone, especially if you're gonna change a few things. So yeah, I know that Netflix. I know that Netflix might change a lot of things in the live action. I know that they're gonna try. A fr- they're gonna add. They're gonna keep. They're gonna keep to the source material maybe, but. Yeah, it's gonna it's a messy situation for Avatar. Exactly. And I mean I think, and... I think the the scenario that I'm seeing is just it's gonna be delayed for so long. It's probably never gonna happen. I'd rather get it not happen than getting some getting a half baked product that's gonna piss everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a, speaking of uh spin-offs and reboots, there's also the SpongeBob spin-off. Oh, Patrick! Have you heard of this? Um, Cam Coral. 
I'm kind of liking it because, you know, it's about time. With the SpongeBob has been there for so long and trying out a spin-off, trying out something different and fresh. Yeah. You know, although it's just Patrick. <laughs> but yeah, it's I think it's I think it it's gonna be fun. I mean you know? personally, I don't see the necessity I don't see why they have to do it. Because SpongeBob is good as is. I don't know yeah, why you decide to hey, I wanna like I just feel like this is a case of milking the cow too much. <laughs> we, we, like, yeah. <clears throat> um I think yeah, I think it's just uh giving people more SpongeBob. More SpongeBob related stuff, but it's yeah, it's weird. I just feel like you know, it's it. The SpongeBob is on like the the level of The Simpsons. You don't need spinoffs. You don't need it anymore. Yeah, it, it's it, it's, it's good as is. Like, why well are you gonna? Like, even until now, SpongeBob is pretty much good. It's a long runner, you know. Yeah, like I and honestly it, feel like it should have ended years ago, but experience for the. You're gonna experience fatigue, obviously, but exactly. I think it's in a better situation than what The Simpsons is right now. <laughs> point taken. Point taken. But right like, now, because, oh, because okay, here it's a series that kids can still enjoy. Kids yeah, can still enjoy right now. You know, yeah. it 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 didn't do anything drastic, which may or may be good or not, good or bad, depending how you see it. But that's the reason it's it has sustained success. Like it's still. Yeah. Be, you know, new episodes are still popping up. But yeah, um, I think the Patrick show maybe it's nice. It's a it's a nice uh, maybe they're gonna. I hope they try something different. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, let let's check the comments. It's a lot of negative comments. Thanks. I hate it. Oh my god, that's that's pretty much. Um, I don't want. I you know I usually avoid these sections because Stephen Hillenburg never wanted this. Nickelodeon has obviously not learned their lesson from Planet Sheen. Do you remember Planet Sheen? Is that a Jimmy Neutron spin-off? Yes, they tried. I, I don't even I didn't even know it existed until I just saw it right now. Like, okay. And then another comment. Stephen did not want spin-offs, and his fans are always mentioning that. They know. It seems like a way to just piss a bunch of people off. I think also, I would rather. I think I would rather see another movie or another special. Which I mean, we are getting a third movie. We're getting a third of, movie yeah, already. I think I think it would be better if you create a movie based on, you know, focused on one of the characters of SpongeBob because you're still getting the whole cast. Come on. Yeah, but I just feel like here's the thing. The third movie and my the, the weird thing about this third movie is that it's basically a spin-off. It's a lead-in to the series and I I'm, I'm like why don't you just end the series? SpongeBob is iconic as enough. Yeah, I think making SpongeBob <laughs> movies for the long term would be much healthier. True, be healthier. Like, yeah, but like you, the thing is, like it, it. I just feel like this is a case of Nickelodeon not knowing what to do next. They have had yeah, so I, many good I think projects. It's also, you know, it's also. I think it's like The Simpsons. It's difficult to find an ending to it. Like it's difficult. You're you've been you've been doing this for two decades, and you know yeah. it's pretty difficult to find a way to make a satisfying ending for the fans, for especially for the longtime fans. Yeah, but the, I just feel like I don't see the point of having a spin-off series because you're already doing plots that focus on other characters, right? So like, what's the point of a spin-off anyway? I think that's pretty much it for the SpongeBob and Avatar situation. The last one that I want to talk about oh, man, is the Ren and Stimpy. 
situation. I was surprised because I remember there was some controversy with its with the show's creator. Am I not? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Um, is, a lot of women then, reported the like basically they reported. Yeah. Yes, they were sexually abused by the creator, and it's yeah, just and scary to I, think. I read the story about this. I read one of the stories, and yeah, it's it's pretty. This is one of the most awkward things they could do. They could release. Exactly. And exactly. I would rather and they, no, they I would got, rather like, that they they just ditch this all together because it's annoying. Like it's. I know Ren and Stimpy is something that a lot of people enjoyed, but yes. you know, and it's and I know it's hard to and but you know for a lot of people it's always hard to dissociate the creator from his work. Yeah, and like for some there, reason, did, did you know? Sorry. So, there are times that you can overcome that, but it's still difficult. You know, you always remember. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's kind of like when you know, remember the Powerpuff Girls reboot? Yep. <clears throat> the creator, Craig McCracken, did not necessarily approve of it, but he understands why they did it, because it's money. Um, could you imagine if we had a, like a reboot of Dexter's Lab now? Oh, man. <clears throat> I would be happy. Uh-huh. I would be happy, but I know, but I know, but you know, it might end up into another Powerpuff Girls, which I think yeah. had a bit of had a bit of uh, had a bit of a following, but you know, it wasn't as successful as they wished it to be. True. Like... So I think Ren and Stimpy is a nostalgia trip, sure, but I don't think it's gonna be. I, I don't think like here's one thing like trying to bring back a lot of 80s 90s uh, properties that 80s and 90s IPs whether it be movies video games or anything any any the Bill and Ted sequel magana yeah like it's always going to be hard to find the following i know you want to try to you know try to attract a younger generation attract yeah. more fans a newer generation but in the end you know the reason why why a lot of them don't succeed is because you're you're have you're having a this uh, this crisis of which are which how are you gonna which audience are gonna pander to the long time yes. fans of audience because that's you're it. never gonna that's satisfy it. both with one story which is the sad truth about it and yeah. then you know and I think that's what's gonna happen to Red and Stimpy. I think they did some rock new Rocco stuff. Maybe, yeah, there do? was a new Rocco movie, but it was honestly disappointing. Yeah, I feel like it was such a rushed ending. Because, no, no. See, that's the reason why why doing a, a long-awaited sequel or a reboot or a remake is difficult because yeah. you're not gonna get the same reception. You're not gonna get the same like warm feeling of nostalgia that you expect it to have it it, it yeah. rarely happens like i i can i can't i can't remember a series that got a reboot or got a remake that's well received maybe I shira can't... shira i heard is really good shira yeah, yeah um, that's like one of the few exceptions like on the video game side like the doom reboot was really good well mm. received it it gave uh it gave new fans a fresh new take on a first person shooter yeah. it also gave 90s fans um something that they something that's something that they would play they would still play despite the a despite you know despite being two decades old despite yeah. the franchise it's so like it's difficult to find that it's difficult to find you know that balance between nostalgia and freshness 
Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like Nickelodeon had so many missed opportunities. Yeah, especially think... when you have projects like Harvey Beaks, which was probably personally Harvey Beaks was the best Nicktoon I had seen since maybe the two, early 2000s era with Rocket Power and All Grown Up in that era. Oh, Rocket Power. Harvey Beaks was such a missed they missed the ball on that. Anyway, that's pretty much it about for the reboots. Let's talk about the final topic of the night. Ooh, hyperscape. hyperscape. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's go so, to Hyperscape. Now, Is it one word or two words? Ago, Fall Guys just released. Yeah. Then um, this week, Ubisoft. another Battle Royale just released. And this is a Ubisoft Battle Royale named Hyperscape. Now... We played this a few times, and I can say it's another fresh. It's not not really a fresh take on battle. It's kind of, it's a different take on a battle royale. Okay, um, unlike other battle royales, Hyperscape is more of an arena shooter, dressed up as a battle royale. That's how okay. it feels. Cool. So if you're familiar with Unreal Tournament or Quake, you know the jump pads, the aerial yeah. shot. Oh yeah, I remember the jump pads. Thing. It's kind of more like that instead of a traditional battle royale. There's uh-huh. good. Much of the loot is just getting abilities and guns. You can, nice. The way you upgrade guns is you find the same gun and press square and just it upgrades itself. Nice. So it's a really it's more of an it's it, it's it's kind of misleading to say it's a battle royale because for me it's just a large large it's just a huge arena shooter with minor battle royale elements like uh, respawning and. And the end game is basically a glorified capture the flag. You have to capture the crown uh, and hold on to it until the game, until the timer ends. So it's basically a throwback game, if you think about it. it. It's, uh, it's a battle royale game that adds a lot of adds a lot of um, kind adds adds a lot of arena shooter elements of the two thousands and late nineties. So nice, it feels like nice, a throwback nice. game. But, um, I'm playing it on console, and I can say there are a few issues right now. Like, um, okay. you can't own custom control scheme oh man that's not that's not like user friendly there are a lot of control schemes you can choose there are like Mm. five maybe five or six but having custom controls is a norm right now in a lot of games is it free is it is it another freemium oh another one of those free to play huh and uh, one of the things i like it doesn't take up too much space it's like fall guys is seven gigs on ps4 this one's what only yeah, see, imagine those two Seven. games. Those two games aren't even the size of um a regular game. So like it's 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 space friendly. So you know how a lot about of like compared to Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk, I think Tony Hawk is gonna be a big uh gonna be a big game because there's so much updated visuals. I'm not. I oh, don't man. think it's gonna reach the 100 gigs like a lot of games right now. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, Hyperscape is good. Uh, Hyperscape so far is. Another oh um we're talking about problems but, uh, issues um the sensitivity of the control in controller it's crazy yeah. like I'm not sure if it's too fast or too slow at times it's both like the game the game doesn't really require you to aim down the sights it's more of a mm-hmm. hip fire game you know you shoot you try to point and shoot without aiming mm-hmm. too much like yeah. But yeah, but the controls are feel really weird right now. But um, I can say the gameplay is fast-paced. It's one of the faster battle royales. It's probably one of the fastest battle royales out there because it's an arena shooter. Come on, it's it's you. I, I like to call it an arena shooter because it really feels like that. It feel mm. it 
kind of gives you that nostalgic feeling of playing um, Unreal Tournament or Quake. Except it's a huge ass map. <laughs> it's a really nice. big map. And um, one of the things that they're doing instead of a circle, because usually the map closes into a circle, real. Instead of that, um, the each section of a city would disintegrate. Wow, that's so, that's new. And then, oh, basically, this is um, also the setting. It's basically Ready Player One, the game. <laughs> <laughs> Hyperscape is a video game. We're playing a okay. video game inside a video game. <laughs> that makes sense. Nice, nice. So yeah, um, there's not much story except there's a there might be some uh, shady guys hacking the system and people disappearing in real life but that's much of the story and but yeah it's another crazy battle royale scramble and um honestly it's a game that's gonna take a while for me to get used to but it's gonna be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um i think it has a bit of the long-term value because this is ubisoft um they've had a number of multiplayer games they've had the division they've had ghost recon they've had rainbow six which is their most successful multiplayer game to date Mm-hmm. And they've invested so much love on that game. Like Rainbow Six Siege was supposed to be dead, but they res- but they resurrected the hell out of it, and it's now one of the biggest esports. Wow. So I think Hyperscape has uh, has so has a lot of potential to be a solid battle royale. It's it's fast paced. It has a lot of elements that make it different. So, um, and which is why I don't think it's gonna it's gonna fade away like a lot of other games. Okay. It has All a. Right. It, I think it's just gonna have a solid following, and I think that's it. So. All right. That's, uh, Battle Royales. That's DC Comics. That's Nickelodeon, and our biweekly geeky roundup. Thank you for those who are watching, and I think we can just uh, end with some um, maybe a few updates. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. So you might as well follow us at thegeekyhuans.com. You can see it in the banner below. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The audio version is on Spotify. And we are also on Twitch. We haven't streamed in a while. I'm planning to stream hopefully by tomorrow. Uh, Do join me. I'm going to try to stream around 8 p.m. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I'm going to be playing Yakuza 6. Nice. Hopefully. Okay. Well, if I'm gonna stream, if you're gonna stream, I might stream on my page. So do yeah. this. Stream. Basically, kind of gaming spin-off of the Geeky Ones, if you can yeah. look at it that way. So I might stream some Fall Guys in Apex, but you know, I'm gonna stream. I don't stream too much, but I usually stream some single-player games. I'm looking to what to play next, so mm. look out for that. So some. So yeah, that's. It. But um, for our next topics, um, do check our website. I'll be posting a review version, a blog, a review version of uh, Fall Guys, which is where that's basically the debut of our Geeky Ones review system, <laughs> review sc- our scoring system. I'm trying to All make right. it as short as possible. So, you know, our goal is to make a review that's short but sweet mm-hmm. and still still enough to give you. Still enough to uh, let you know about the game and encourage you to play it or discourage you to play it if it sucks. <laughs> uh, not all video games are worth playing. That's the mm. harsh. That's harsh, but yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, hmm. I think we're done. I think we're done. So yeah. 
Yeah, next week, um, next week we might do a build divers review. It's finishing this coming week. Yep. Uh, we might Gundam do that. build divers we rise. and that's going to be exciting. So do watch out for that. Uh, we're always, you know, we're always looking for a lot of geeky things to talk about. You know, we're talking about gaming, comics, you know, everything, anything under the sun so far. And Bye-bye. we're trying. To- up and yeah so bye guys thank you so much for watching and that's been our episode so see you in the next one